Somewhere, in a darkened room, Erling Haaland was watching. Injury meant he would not be able to take the field for Norway's most significant match in 20 years. The Netherlands' return to partial lockdown due to rise in COVID-19 cases meant, with the game played behind closed doors, he would not even be able to support his national team from the stands instead. Holland had to follow from afar, powerless to help. Two minutes into the game, he posted an image of the game's television broadcast on Instagram, accompanied by a Norwegian flag and the heart emoji. There was, then, still a scintilla of hope. Norway needed to beat the Netherlands, in Rotterdam, to have a chance of qualifying automatically for its first World Cup since 1998. And its first major tournament since 2000 if Turkey. The other contender in the group, had lost its final game, against Montenegro, then a tie would have been enough to keep Norway alive too, at least for the time being, a second-place finish would have earned the Norwegians a slot in the playoffs for Europe's three final berths in Qatar. Those games will be played in March. Holland would have been fit by then. And a fit Holland would have changed everything it will not matter now. Turkey won, after falling behind to an early goal in Pajorica, leaving Norway no choice but to gamble, to win, to have any hope. Instead, its team seemed to freeze, falling to a limp, toothless 2-0 defeat. They only had half a chance, as Louis van Gaal. The Dutch coach, put it that was no surprise, given the circumstances. They have a great team spirit, Virgil van Dijk, the Netherlands captain, said of Norway. They never give up. But, he said, they have a fantastic striker, who they naturally missed. That fantastic striker had been condemned to watching from home. He did not post again. His feet, like his room, had gone dark that Holland will not be present in Qatar next year is, from a neutral perspective, a source of regret. He is already one of the world's most devastating strikers, the score of 70 goals in 69 games, since joining Borussia Dortmund in January 2020, including 13 in only 10 appearances this season, before sustaining a hip injury. Expected to sideline him until next year, together with Kylian Bapp. The 21-year-old Holland is already seen as the standard bearer for football's first post-Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo generation. By the time the World Cup rolls around next November, he may be one of the most expensive players on the planet, too after failing to sign Harry Kane. Manchester City's chief executive, Khaldun Al-Mubarak, instructed the club's recruitment department to make acquiring Holland, whose father, Alfie, played for City in its previous incarnation as a lovable hapless underdog, its primary focus. Extracting him from Dortmund will cost somewhere north of $150 million, that football's quadrennial showpiece will take place without a player of that skill. That value dulls its luster just a little. Within Norway, though, the country's absence from Qatar has been greeted with circumspection. Rather than a sense of crisis we have done well to have a chance at all, Eric Dorsvit, a former national team goalkeeper who now works as a television analyst, said before Norway's final two qualifiers, a dispiriting goalless draw with Latvia, which left the team with no margin for error, and defeat against the Netherlands our first home game was not at home at all. We had to play Turkey and Spain, because of Covid restrictions in Norway, and we lost. Given the circumstances, given the draw, given where we were seated. That we are in contention, even to make the playoffs is a success that it now possesses one of the most coveted players. In the world, did not mean Norway started qualification for Qatar with any great expectations, indeed, many in the country, were uneasy at the prospect of legitimizing a tournament. As swaddled in controversy, by playing in it besides. Norway does not feel it has any deep-seated right to make it as far as the finals. Other than that brief, bright window of hope in 1998 and 2000, and a group stage exit in the United States in 1994, it has only ever qualified for one other major tournament, the 1938 World Cup, where it played one game. 
lost it and promptly went home. It is the sort of record that prompted Karlov Nosgaard, the country's celebrated novelist and autobiographer, to describe the team's history as a series of games in rainy Eastern Europe. That they lost the matches did not last an hour and a half, he wrote. They played up to five, six hours at a time, almost like in cricket the Norway, that made it to France in 1998. And the Netherlands and Belgium two years later, for the European Championship, was the exception, not the rule. When the success faded, and mediocrity set in, Nosgaard found it comforting. It was as if childhood came back, the world resumed its usual form, he wrote. Reassurance lay around me like a grey cardigan, and a pair of grey felt slippers that downturn was linked. No doubt, to the diminishing numbers of Norwegians playing in elite European leagues, particularly the Premier League. For much of the 1990s, most English teams had some sort of Norwegian influence. 23 players from Norway were registered to top-flight English clubs in 1997, forming the core of the squad that would play in the World Cup at the end of that season by 2014. That group was down to one. Breed Hangeland was the lone Norwegian representative in the Premier League. The Norwegian players in the big international clubs disappeared, Nosgaard wrote. Again, it became great to be a professional in Twenteer here in Wiener Nottingham or Fulham, and for an old man like me, it felt safe. England had always been Norway's primary export market. Now, English clubs were habitually shopping in France, Spain, Argentina, and Brazil. And Norway suffered that has, slowly, started to change, and Norway's horizons have broadened as a result. Holland is not the sole representative of the country's new generation, he has been joined by Martin Odegaard, the Arsenal playmaker, Sander Burge, a well-regarded midfielder at Sheffield United, and Alexander Sorleth, a towering forward at Real Sociedad, the Spanish league leader the depth of resources gives this campaign an air, not of a missed opportunity, but a harbinger of a brighter future. I am absolutely sure we will succeed in Germany 2024, if we continue with what we have started, Stael Silbakken, the Norway coach, said. Referring to the next edition of the European Championship there are plenty who read it the same way. I'm sure that we will qualify for tournaments in the future, said Henning Berg, the former Manchester United defender who formed part of Norway's squads for both the 1998 World Cup and Euro 2000. If it was just Holland, then we would have a problem. We have seen with other countries that one top-class player, on their own, is not enough. But it is not just him this time. Holland could do nothing but watch as Norway fell at the final hurdle, unable to cope with his absence. He, and the rest of his teammates, the rest of his country, will have to do the same in almost exactly a year, as the World Cup kicks off without one of the sport's central figures. It feels, though, as if the exile is ending. Norway is confident that its time is coming again. Sooner or later, Holland will lead his country out of the darkness and into the light. Remember to follow Golia by hitting the follow button and slapping a 5-star review on the show or tapping the love icon. Let's get to 1 million followers and tune in daily for new episodes.